0: Lessons in Attachment is the podcast where I am talking openly and honestly about some of the key challenges so many of us face in love, dating and relationships, especially when we relate to having an anxious and or avoidant attachment style. Hello and welcome to Lessons in Attachment. Today, we're going to be talking about self-esteem and dating. So if you find that your self-esteem, your view of yourself is impacting your dating experience, then stay tuned because we're going to discuss what that can look like. Plus, I'm going to give you some tips on how you can certainly begin to move out of that cycle. If you're brand new here, then welcome. If you have been here before, then welcome back. I'm Carly Ann. I am a somatic attachment coach, so, so passionate about helping people to move from insecure towards secure, to be able to self-soothe, to heal that inner child, you know, to be able to really Choose people, situations, feelings that feel respectful to you, that align with your true self. You really, really deserve a healthy, happy love in this lifetime. And given certain experiences that lots of people have had, or beliefs that we've developed about ourselves, reactions we have when we're triggered, not through choices of our own, it can really get in the way of love. It can get in the way of happiness. And Part of my role here is to help people to break that cycle of insecure attachment. I really, really believe in it. I believe in the way that I work with people. I know that it's worked for me. I've seen it work for my clients. I use it in my workshops. I use it in my courses, the attachment recovery gym. And I just continue to share this in any way that I can because I believe it's really important. At the moment, over inside the Attachment Recovery Gym, we're currently working through a self-soothing month, which has a library of resources and tools to help those of you that are struggling to soothe your emotions, that are struggling to soothe your mind when you're triggered through masterclasses, through a podcast, through meditation. I'm sharing that with you inside the Attachment Recovery Gym Now, I know it's only the beginning of November, but I want to start telling you about my vision for December inside the Attachment Recovery Gym. Whilst December can be such a magical time, it can also be lonely, it can also be challenging for people. I know for me personally, no matter how Christmassy I'm being, no matter how wonderful I make it, there's still this longing in the background. And that's why this December inside the Attachment Recovery Gym, I am bringing the wholesome supportive vibes we already have two incredible guest experts i won't be um, announcing that here first i would want the members to know first but a space where we're going to support each other we're going to just tune in to that kind of christmas december coziness reconnect with ourselves and create a real sense of not just community but a sense of self-love the attachment recovery gym is for people who relate to having an insecure attachment you're ready to work on yourself, you're ready to dive in as if you're going to the gym, that's why it's called the gym, to practice these tools to meet people just like you just like me for that support. And it's just like Netflix in terms of a subscription. So you just sign up, and then you pay monthly until you choose to leave. If you want to go deeper than this podcast allows and this space allows, then absolutely go to the description and check out the Attachment Recovery Gym with me, Carly-Ann. Thank you so much for your patience. We're going to dive in now, but I just do like to take that time to make sure I share what I'm up to and how I can help because so many of you that listen to this podcast come over and join the membership. So it's totally worth that time. So in today's episode, what I want to address is quite a common issue that many of us face when it comes to dating and especially when we relate to having an insecure attachment and that is having difficulty with anxiety, it's low self-esteem, so really kind of struggling to see yourself through this balanced lens, you might have quite a negative view of yourself You almost don't recognize, actually, your value in this world, your value on those dates. And that, in turn, can create a lack of confidence, more anxiety, more need for the other person to like you. It can show up in different ways. Have, you know, take a moment to consider for yourself, having a kind of lesser view of yourself, how does that impact how you're dating How does not recognizing your value, your uniqueness, all the greatness that not only you have to bring to relationships, but to the world, when you don't see that because you see it more in someone else or you rely on them to see it more so than yourself, meaning I will think I'm good enough if that person sees it, I will think I'm good enough if that happens, how does living your life like that impact you? And what would it be like for you if you saw your value? What would dating be like if you knew your value? Whether you're worried about not being liked, whether you have a fear of being judged by someone else, of being seen as being too much or needy, or you're struggling with self-doubt, I really want us to think about Some steps that you can begin to take to help you to, yeah, feel more confident in dating, to feel more secure. Something about people, you know, that lean towards more of a secure attachment is that they go on dates knowing what they bring to the table. They go on dates knowing what they're also looking for and wondering, am I going to? be attracted to this person, are are we compatible in terms of our values, in terms of how they communicate and what I'm looking for? With insecure attachment, we often won't see that. In fact, we can almost see it like the opposite, which is we will put up with the poor treatment, we'll be attracted to that, that will be like fireworks, that will be like something I need to achieve to be chosen by that person. Whereas we move to secure attachment and it's not about I need to be chosen by by this person in order to be good enough. It's this simple like felt sense of yes or no. Maybe it's not that straightforward, yes or no. But I mean in terms of being respected and not being respected. It feels really important to know that actually most adults do experience anxiety when it comes to dating. It is an uncertain situation, and most people struggle with uncertainty, right? Most people struggle to tolerate feelings of uncertainty. But when there's insecure attachment, when there's insecurity within you, often we can struggle more with that kind of uncertainty. The anxiety can be even higher, that fear of being rejected, the fear of being abandoned. That can all be higher, more alert, if you like. So, you're not alone in your feelings of anxiety, perhaps in how they manifest, perhaps in how extreme they are, but not if we think about, for example, the attachment recovery gym or becoming secure. You know, people really relate to each other in those spaces. If you do feel like you struggle with self esteem, if you feel like you struggle with seeing yourself, you know, through kind eyes, your value, knowing your worth then like I said, nearer the beginning, that probably, you know, that can affect your dating experience. It often will lead to more like self-attacking, self-critical thoughts. It often will be that, Fear of rejection and putting our worth and our happiness in the hands of someone else actually quite intensely. So, I really feel like, even though I keep kind of saying this, it's because I personally really feel like it's important that we can see the way that our self esteem is impacting our dating life and the choices that we're making. Because often when we're in a situation, we might become like so obsessed, so focused on this one situation and what does this mean and how that's making me feel about myself or what they're up to what they think that we actually forget almost that this is actually more about my wounds this is actually more a reaction to my self-esteem than it is about this current situation if we are constantly comparing you know the person we're dating to someone from the past if we're feeling like people that like us give us the ick if we're chasing people that might be seeming like they're not as interested we can get obsessed with that specific situation but like I say what if actually we start to pull back and be like this is something more to do with how I view myself relationships the world that can be really really powerful in beginning to make that shift and probably what I hear is questions around well What do we do about this? You know, how do we break these cycles? And I always want to share that the tips that I'm going to give, remember that they are just this, they're tips. Take what does not work for you. Take the gems that feel like they speak to you, you know, note them down. And a lot of what we talk about here, you can find much more information in the attachment recovery gym, you can look into them personally, you can speak to your coach about it, whatever it might be, however it is that you're seeking support personally, take what you learn from the podcast episode and go deeper expand on that because if it's speaking to you I really believe that you're supposed to that it's where you're at at the moment this is what you need to hear so can you expand on that so first and foremost and you probably won't be surprised to hear me say this but self-compassion yeah one really powerful way to address low self-esteem and anxiety when you're dating is through self-compassion. Consistently, we see in research that people who practice self-compassion can lead themselves to experiencing a higher sense of self-esteem, yeah? And that in itself can reduce dating anxiety. So you see that whole cycle there. So treating yourself with kindness. This is in how you talk to yourself. This is in how you treat yourself. With kindness, how would you speak to a friend? I think that's a really interesting question. Just taking a moment to reflect on how do you speak to yourself? How do you treat yourself if a date isn't going well? Or if someone hasn't asked you out on a date yet? How do you talk to yourself? How do you view yourself? Self-compassion is often about how do we treat ourselves and speak to ourselves through times of suffering? The times where we are experiencing rejection, the times where we are disappointed with dating, it's during those times we don't only offer ourselves compassion when things are going well. This is acknowledging our imperfections and reassuring ourselves that it is actually okay not to be perfect. If someone isn't into us, if we said something silly on a date, it's okay because we're human and we're not going to be perfect all of the time. And again, just to lead you to where you can go further inside the Attachment Recovery Gym, we have a short course on self-compassion. And also, I've just recorded on Monday. It's there right now. Um, Well, it depends on when you're listening to this, but it will be there anyway but I've recorded a masterclass. It's literally just me. I'm just sat there. I'm in my tracksuit. I don't think I've even got my hair washed. Just having conversation with members and we're talking about the three foundations for self-soothing. And we really dive into this topic some more. So if this is something you know you need, check that out. Next to help you is to make sure that you're setting realistic expectations avoid the trap of putting someone else above you of putting your date on a pedestal because they look a certain way because they have a certain job they i don't know have something that you value avoid putting them on a pedestal remember that they are a person you are equal just like you they have their flaws they have their insecurities dating is very much a mutual process of getting to know each other it's not one-sided this isn't about they need to like you and if it feels like that's more important then again this is where we start to question what is what is that about for me what is it that's so important what does that mean for me what need would that meet remembering what you bring to the table, you bring so much goodness as well. And I feel like that's something people can forget really, really quickly. Next, and you know, I certainly I feel like we can link this into self compassion, but I want to talk about positive self talk, like before the day, during the day, after the day, Positive self-talk is a really good tool that you can use to boost your self-esteem. I'm not saying it's going to go and get to the root of the issues and heal low self-esteem, but I do believe it can boost it. And this is how you're speaking to yourself. This is what you're saying about the date. This is what you're noticing. So identifying perhaps if there's particularly negative thoughts identifying if you're dismissing the good maybe you're just overplaying like I said maybe you said something a little bit silly that's okay you know let's say we're having a conversation for three hours chances are we're gonna say something within that time that we're not that happy with or that we feel a bit silly about that's very very normal for a human right so that positive self-talk of not dwelling on things that didn't go so well looking out for what did go well, looking out for what you enjoyed about it and what you brought to the table. It's not unheard of that I have asked my clients to notice up to 20 good things after a date, 20. That's coming from personal experience because I've done that. I'm not saying it's about forcing yourself to find 20 good things about the other person. I'm saying about the experience can be about the other person if you're trying to move from being attracted to people that are available and like you and treat you well away from unavailable for sure because those of you that chase unavailable people or are obsessed with someone right now you can probably find 20 things that you're attracted to that give you fireworks that give you anxiety <laughs> about that person um, but I'm talking about the kind of relationships that you actually do want in the long term Something else that's going to help you with dating, your self-esteem, is how you treat yourself between your dates. Healthy self-love, healthy self-care, to prioritize how you treat yourself, to prioritize self-care in your daily life. You know, self-care activities, whether that's exercise, whether it's sleep, whether it is that bath that people talk about, booking yourself that trip, whatever. It doesn't have to be like the big things, of course. It might be the self-care of allowing yourself to lie on the sofa and read a book. You you need to know what your self-care looks like. Um, Obviously that could be a whole other episode, but let's imagine that you are in a place where you already know what self-care looks like for you. Keep that up. Yeah, don't stop it when you feel low. Don't stop it when you've met someone that you like. Self-care, self-love is consistent throughout our life, throughout our experiences. We continue to stay in relationship with ourselves. And that's really important when you're dating. Anxious attachment. I'm especially talking to you because it's likely that when you come into relationship with someone else, you can come out of relationship with yourself. And so part of the work that I'm here doing is really trying to support people to stay in relationship with yourself and self-care between your dating is a really, really good way to do that. So let me ask you now, what is something that you can do for yourself to bring in some self-care when you're dating to make sure that you're still dating yourself at the same time? Next, I want to share with you, but I want to be really subtle about this one in the sense of how, not subtle, that's not the right word, I want to be careful with this one, because this one is really about like facing your fears, facing your fears and moving out of your comfort zone can be so, like so powerful for your self esteem, especially when it comes to dating, but there is something to be mindful of here, and this is like the speed at which you go You don't have to put yourself into a state of panic. You don't have to put yourself into a state where you just really don't know what to do or how to act or how to think. It feels like too much. I'm really thinking about like a small step. Certainly we know that avoidance can keep anxiety going. So starting to think about how you can gradually face your face your fears face getting out of your comfort zone when it comes to dating maybe that's about who you date maybe it's about where you date but just really starting to think about what is something new that you can do is it that you can start to be a bit more assertive is it that you can start to be a bit more vulnerable on a date is it that you can suggest where you want to go on a date or where you don't want to go it's just starting to you know I guess, put your needs first. And sometimes that can really feel like you're moving outside of your comfort zone, but it's so, so key. And it's really powerful, like I said, for your self-esteem, for you seeing your value, for you seeing that your needs count as well. And if that puts anyone off, if you notice now that you're starting to have the negative thought about yourself or that other people are more important because what what will they think about me? that's okay. You deserve to be with someone who, when you say, I'd love to go to this restaurant, whether they want to or not, they want to embrace what you want to do. They want to try it too. They want to have a moment where it's like, yeah, let's do what you want to do. That's going to happen both ways. It's very much like a balance and it doesn't have to be like keeping a scoreboard or anything like that. It's just subtle when it's real, when it's secure, when it's a healthy relationship. It's just so subtle. And you're only going to find that person when you begin to take those kind of risks. And if you take those kind of risks and someone is not supportive of it, if someone is in any way like insulting or rude, whatever, then that's when we're walking away. That is what we no longer want. We're not wanting this half assed rubbish anymore, right? And you know what? Let's just link that into like being vulnerable. Be vulnerable, you know, be more yourself, be open, be authentic in your interaction, in your eye contact, in asking questions, in letting someone know that you like them, in putting yourself out there in order to save yourself time, in order to find out if this person is for you, and that might be having quite vulnerable conversations early on. It's believing them if they say they don't want the same things as you, if they say that they're not looking for something serious, well done for having those conversations, for putting yourself in these vulnerable positions. But make sure when you realize that you're not aligned, that you move on. You know, you're not being vulnerable in order to make this person like you. You're being vulnerable in order to find out, are we a match? So be willing to walk away if if it's not a match. We don't only be vulnerable with people once we've seen that we can be. The vulnerability is part of the dating process so that we can kind of weed out who's not for us as well. And then perhaps lastly, I'm going to say patience have patience with yourself you're gonna honestly like it can knock your self-esteem if you beat yourself up because this isn't the right person because this person's not into me because I'm not into that person finding the right person for you and building a secure relationship it takes time it really does It takes time through being vulnerable to find out how this person responds, to find out if they trigger you and, you know, if we can handle that. It also takes time to find someone that we're aligned with. That might not be what you want to hear, but... It depends on the kind of relationship you want to have, right? If you're not looking for that healthy, long-term, secure relationship, then probably you don't need to take your time. Probably you're going to be able to find someone, but that's about what is it that you want for yourself because do you just want someone? And if you're feeling like, oh, no, that's not true for me. I've been single. You know, I I don't, I don't can't just find someone. I kind of think, well... Let me ask that to those of you that say, you know, lots of people do like me, but I'm not interested in them or they give me the ick or they're too much. And that's often the story, right? Takes time to change your attachment style. It takes patience to learn to have self-compassion with yourself and to be vulnerable. So give yourself the time and the patience it takes to heal our self-esteem. And certainly don't forget if you have been in this situation for a really long time and you feel like things aren't budging, please do consider either joining the gym, signing up for the waitlist for Becoming Secure next month. Becoming Secure is the next kind of closest thing to working with me one to one in terms of what you're going to learn. And obviously there is the option to work with me one-to-one as well. I work with people on helping them to really tune into the roots of this, change your core beliefs about yourself, about others, and really to come home to your body so that you can self-soothe, you can self-love, and you can have the kind of healthy love that you deserve. Remember that you have the power to change your self-esteem over time you have the power to change your attachment style over time you have the power to change your dating experience implementing the tools that we've spoken about today you can boost your confidence i believe that you can overcome your fears you can really enhance your dating journey it doesn't have to be the way it's always been it doesn't have to be Determined by the way that you've always been thinking or who you tend to choose, change is possible. You can change the path that you're on. I hope that this has been helpful. Even if there's been one gem for you, I'm just so happy to have you in this community. It's an honor for you to be here. I know that there are plenty of options for you when it comes to podcasts and listening to information out there on attachment. I know that I don't go too much into like, what is anxious? Like what is avoidant? What does this mean? What does that mean? I promise you that that's all very intentional. My intention, my mission is to help people to heal, to change their attachment style and ruminating and overthinking with you out loud and trying to figure things out of like, can I get this person back and why did they do that? It's not actually that helpful. Sometimes it's just feeding into that anxiety So whilst you'll find some episodes like that here, it's certainly not my primary drive. Thank you for being here. And I will be back right here again soon.